everyone. Um, happy Monday. I realize that it's been quite a long time since I've posted a podcast. So first I wanted just to kind of come on the mic and apologize for going MIA and not really giving much explanation. Um, for those of you who don't know, I started my master's in social work at Columbia earlier this fall. Um, so I've been really busy with that, uh, much more busy than I anticipated. Um, in addition, I'm, to, and part of that is, you know, my field work. So that's basically three days a week of volunteering plus the classes. And then I have a part-time job um, at a startup that is also pretty intense. So I have been very stretched thin and unfortunately as much as I love the podcast and even though it probably gives me more happiness than <laughs> anything else combined uh, I've had to put it you know on the side while I focus on my schoolwork and just getting situated um, but I also wanted to use this like little catch-up solo episode whatever you want to call it I guess I don't really even know how to phrase this but I guess just to kind of be real and talk about some things like I'm going through I feel like this may be like a weird platform to do that I know like you know influencers often go to TikTok or Facebook or sorry (laughs) aging myself TikTok or Instagram you know to you know talk about their the things they're dealing with and not trying to compare myself to like Haley Bieber or anything, but I just feel like this is the way I feel most comfortable sharing things about my life. And it's very public though. So I don't know. It's, it's weird to be like talk into this microphone as I'm sitting, you know, at my desk by myself, but I do want to be like real with you all and just talk about just the fact that I'm just kind of going through a difficult time. Um, and kind of share with you all like ways I'm coping in hopes that, you know, if anyone else can relate to what I'm going through, because it's definitely not, you know, specific to my situation. And I think everyone can probably find at least one thing in my story that's um, relatable. But hopefully like, not that my coping mechanisms are great because they're certainly not, uh, but Hopefully, like, at least my thought process or the things that I'm, like, aiming to do can, you know, inspire you to to try those out as well. So, um, for context, I spent, like, two months in uh, New Jersey, New York City, upstate New York over the summer, which was really nice. It was the first time I've got to spend, like, a good amount of time with my family, which, <laughs> you know, is stressful, but it was really nice to catch up with them. Like, I haven't spent that much time with them, and I took don't know how long and I got to spend like three weeks in Lake George which is a very special place for me so um, it was really just great opportunity to kind of decompress from a lot that happened right before I left Austin 
Um, and then I returned to Austin pretty like, I don't want to say reluctantly, but I was very scared to return to Austin um, just due to the things that hadn't been patched up when I left in July. And I had a lot of nerves coming back into that and just being kind of thrown into it, especially around my birthday, which is usually like such a great time for celebration for me. It's like my favorite day. Um, and when I like ripped the bandaid off and, and flew here, I like, I don't want to say those fears were realized, but it, they kind of were like all those things that I was like ruminating on and just like getting so anxious about returning to, they weren't. They, they were real thoughts. Like, they, they wasn't me just going into, you know, a spiral of anxiety, expecting the worst. Like, it, that is what happened. Like, I, I, the reality of coming back was just as kind of, was it like as scary as I anticipated. Um, and so that was definitely hard. And I cried a lot my first few days being back and first few weeks, to be honest. Um, and, one thing I think I do, which is not nest, not healthy, um, <laughs> when I'm like very stressed, like about my social life or something, you know, like unhappy with my circumstance, is like I'll throw myself into work, like, and that's been very easy to do because I have so much schoolwork. So I've been like, you know, there's there's always another reading assignment I could do. So it it's been a good distraction to have all this stuff to do for Columbia. Um, but at the same time, I also understand that this is my last year in Austin and I don't want to wake up one day and be like, Oh shit, I'm moving back. And I don't like, I, I, I don't even remember what I did in Austin, you know? So I, I'm also keeping that in, in mind that I want to, create things and like see people and make and put myself out there and not let work be my life but it's definitely um it's a go-to coping strategy for me and I and I know it is and it's again not healthy it's been toxic in the past so I'm trying to balance that like on one hand it is it is nice to have something to do and like the work is really interesting it's really fulfilling um so that part is good but at the same time also setting boundaries for myself. Um, so that's what's up with that. Um, I guess I can kind of like um, expand upon like, I guess a little, <laughs> I feel like I, I hope this, I hope someone can relate to like any part of this, but um, just want to share this part. Cause I think, this was a perfect example of me like m not setting good boundaries for myself for self-care, um, you know, for compassion fatigue, um, to prevent compassion fatigue. Um, so for my field placement, basically for those who don't know with social work, you have like five classes a week. Um, like, you know, I think I have like two hour, two, two classes on, Wednesday, two classes Thursday, one class Saturday. Um, and then the other three days of the week, I'm working, um, you're at a field placement to give you like exposure to the, to what 
life would be like as a social worker. And your first year is not really, even though I want to be a therapist, it's not, you know, working at a private practice or very rarely is it. Um, it's mostly just like, you know, working um, in a school or uh, things like that. Um, but for my field placement, <laughs> gosh, like saying this out loud always is just like the most morbid thing. Um, but I'm working for Crisis Text Line, which is an amazing organization. Like most thorough training of anything I've ever done. Like I have nothing but high praise to say about this nonprofit. Um, but basically what the Crisis Text Line is, is it's like uh, a crisis tech or crisis hotline that you text in. Um, you've probably seen like, not commercials for it, but like on Instagram, social media, um, you text like, home to 741741 um text different things and now any texts sent to 988 are routed to the crisis text line as well um and it's very intense i mean i don't know why i thought it wouldn't be intense <laughs> but in doing the training they tell you you know one in four of the texts are people talking about suicide um and it's definitely taught me a lot of like it, I, th I think it'll be really helpful with me as a therapist being a therapist it's almost like every day is just worst case scenario of a situation that could happen with a client um, but it is very intense and especially for someone who has been impacted by the loss of suicide of, of people I really care about getting text after text of young people and people of all ages who want to take their life is really difficult. Um, and also feel free to like, I know this is really dark to talk about, but I, I want to explain a little bit about like what it's like for those who are interested. But um, for anyone, you know, who this is triggering to, you can, you can skip forward. I'm not, I won't be offended. Um, but it's really intense and, and basically how it works and I can explain this because I think it's kind of interesting is the fr there's like five steps to to kind of approach speaking with them. So first it's building rapport. So just kind of building trust with the texter. Then you explore why they reached out, you know, asking a lot of open-ended questions, uh, validating their concerns, reflecting back what they're texting. So saying things like, okay, it seems like, you know, um, your parents' divorce has really been impacting you. Could you tell me a little bit more about that? Things like that. Um, then you get to defining the goal. So, like, what do you, what do they want to get out of the text? Um, and then discovering next steps. So, talking about, you know, what are they going to do after this text to make them feel better? And then you close the conversation. Um, and through for every conversation, you have to risk assess. And risk assess, it's, it's weird. I feel like I'm really reliving like this, my favorite podcast that like it really it was the first podcast I ever listened to. And I think I shared it on here, but it's called Perfect Moments. Um, and so you ask, it, it, you know, if the person's considering suicide, um, if they have have a plan, if they have the means, and if they have a timeline. So those are the four steps. And if they say yes to each one, you move up to the ladder. Um. And I'm not going to like go into details of what happened exactly, but I'll just share on Saturday, I was not like, I, w I 
didn't really have much plans. Um, I was going to take it easy night that night. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go. I have like watch great British baking show and like go on crisis text line and, and take it some text because, you know, if I'm not doing anything on my Saturday night, I might as well help some people who are going through some shit. And the first text I got escalated to the point of basically the worst case scenario, um, which I had not prepared. You're never prepared for that. But like definitely I, I, I did not prepare for that on a Saturday night and it was really terrifying and it was really heartbreaking. So I I think all this is to say that going forward, I need to really know that if I go into those like late night shifts or if I decide to take, you know, a Saturday night text um, to really be in this mind space to handle that where I was just not on Saturday. It was really hard. Um, and then it didn't help that I, whatever, I'm not even going to go into that. Um, so yeah, that's, so that was really difficult. Um, and, and that's basically what, my life is right now. Um, sorry, they know this sounds just like really like woe is me. And I'm not trying to make this sound like that. It's just like the reality of the situation. I'm still getting a lot of enjoyment about it. Like the coaches on this are so nice, so supportive. Yeah, there's always a debrief. Like there's, it's again, a great organization. I'm just, it's just the reality of the situation is like, it's pretty dark. Um, Anyway, that's that. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about was just it was expectations. Um, so one thing I talked about with my therapist, and ironically, and I hope my sister's okay with me sharing this, my sister also talked about this with her therapist, and it's the whole concept of like, expectations and um, specifically in situations like the one I'm going through. So for example, when I'm, you know, I know I have a lot going on in my life between my like return to Austin, going back to being a student again and working from home, working for a suicide hotline, working, you know, uh, another part-time job, having issues that are really taking up, like social issues that are just filling my brain. Life's been really hard, and I know that. But I can't expect everyone else in my life to to read my mind. And this is something I worked on my with my therapist last, like after Christmas, because um, Christmas is always a really difficult time for me. And... I was kind of upset when one of my friends didn't, who was really knew about the situation didn't reach out and just check in. And my therapist said, you know, don't take that personally because every, you know, people are going through their own thing. And unless you explicitly say, listen, I'm going through some shit. Like life is not great right now to a, a friend who you trust. It's very possible that they're just, you know, they're doing their own thing. They're, they have a lot of stuff going on too. They're not going to read your mind. Um, and so I think that's just something I want to share with everyone. Um, 
which is it's hard for me to even say because I I've I'm still working on it but I think it is a good mindset shift just to know that like even though you know how much you're going through unless you explicitly say to other people like that you're going through something it's very possible that and it's not be like for you know obviously there's exceptions but if it's a good friend and they're not reaching out and you and all the other times they've been nothing but a great friend for you don't take it personally because that's just them not recognizing the signs in you and it's nothing on it, it's not that they don't care about you most likely if you say hey you know so and so I'm going through a really difficult time like can we hang out are you in the headspace to talk um if they are like most likely they'll say yes so that's just something I want to share um but I also want to share the I I guess exception to the or hmm, no not the exception necessarily but one thing that just that warmed my heart I'll say is again I have that knowledge that I'm I should not expect people to read my mind. I should not expect people to like under to just like have a sixth sense that I'm depressed. Um, but there are those really special people in your life and I'm like going to cry. It. <laughs> it's not even eight in the morning. Um, but there are those really special people in your life who can sense that. And I had that happen um, on Thursday. I had a friend reach out just out of the blue and text me basically saying, you know, I know you're going through a lot right now with like everything I laid out before. Um, and I just want to let you know, like I'm, I'm always here to blow off steam, to go on a run, um, to go up for a night out for event sash and just reminding me that like I'm loved. And when I tell you that text shifted my brain set like my mindset so much like I'm so grateful for that person and also just so grateful for like it's a friend from the high school I went to St. Andrews um and it's funny because literally the day the night before I was on the phone with my dad and he was just saying how the people I met at St. Andrews are really special and, dif- and different in the sense that there's just like an extra level of connection there. Oh my God, I'm like crying. Um, but just that act of kindness is something I think that's pretty unique to like this community I had or have um, at my, hi- my high school I went to. So the purpose of me bringing that up <laughs> Is A, if you do have a friend that reaches out when you're going through shit like that, that's a special person. And B, you know, try to be that friend for some people. For those that you really care about, if you sense they're going through something, reach out and say, listen, I, you know, maybe wrong, but like from what it seems like, what you've told me, I can tell you're really stressed and I'm here to talk because that can really change someone's life. Um, so that is my two cents. Um, and I guess the last part of this solo, just word vomit session, um, session, I'm like talking as if I'm literally, I'm like, I feel like this is just Zoe on Zoe therapy. Um, 
is like more of just honestly a question, I guess, for anyone who decides to listen to this. Because I'm so busy with school, I'm already setting up like the... Like, I know that I'm not going to be able to post as many podcast episodes, unfortunately. At least not yet. So, my question is, like, I don't know if it would be helpful for anyone who's, like, interested in social work or in becoming a therapist to kind of, like, hear about my classes and my journey and, like, what I'm taking. Because I, for one, when I'm asked what social work is by, like, my friends, I literally still cannot explain it. It's very confusing to explain. (laughs) At least for me. It's, like... Because, you know, I say I'm going to school to become a therapist and people are like, oh, are your classes like psychology classes? I'm like, um, no, not really. Like, it, it's very, it's a social work program. So the especially the first year are very, the classes are like social welfare policy, social work research, foundations of social work practice. So if you don't know what social work is, you probably have no idea what any of those things are. So I guess my question is like, would people be interested in learning about either, you know, my social work program, um, the crisis text line, if you have the thick skin for that. Um, Just like practice, I have a class on basically, it's it's called motivational interviewing, but it's really just like ways to communicate with someone um, and be a good listener. So like skills I've learned from that. Um, So basically, would anyone be interested in like, occasional episodes on things I've learned that could be helpful let me know DM me comment on this like post um yeah I think that's really all I had to say and if anyone has advice for how to get through a tough time like this please let me know because I'd love to take any advice um yeah, that's it. But anyways, I hope everyone is having a gorgeous fall. And anyone in Florida, I hope you're safe from this hurricane. And I hope you're all just taking care of yourselves because that's one thing I've just kind of really learned from this whole situation is if despite like who can and can't give me love, the, like I can, the only person I have control over that, like who can is myself. And so if I'm not giving myself love, then there's really no guarantee that love will come from anyone else at the end of the day. I mean, obviously it'll come from my family, but that's not for everyone. So if I, I just need to keep practicing loving myself and, and giving myself the love and care I deserve because otherwise I'll lose my mind. Um, anyways, so goodbye everyone. Have a great week and hopefully we'll speak soon. Mm-hmm.